Welcome to the Out of Bounds Basketball Podcast. Join us for this episode as our host, Brandon Moore, Terry Rouse, and B. John Bryson share their candid conversations and insights on basketball. Podcast with uh, myself, Brandon Moore, B. John Bryson, and Terry Rouse. Our uh, our first guest ever, ever on the podcast, and I told Bijan I wanted to do this off the jump because yeah. I knew this was gonna be straight up real honesty. <laughs> That's the only way my boy can give it to me. Yeah, I got uh, you, man. From Richmond, Virginia, six ten, class of two thousand five, out of high school, ranked thirty fifth overall. Averaged 20 and 10 and four blocks his senior year, leading his team to a national championship. His uh, his final top five schools were Iowa State, Florida State, Memphis, St. John's, Virginia Tech. Uh, he attended Iowa State before transferring out to Memphis, where he had a standout career on some very special teams, folks. He played alongside... Derrick Rose, Chris Douglas Robertson, Joey Dorsey, Anton Anderson, Tyreek Evans, uh, 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 Dozier. Um, at Memphis, he was a part of the Tigers' number one ranked team, back-to-back undefeated Conference USA regular season championships. Uh, he's battle-tested. Played in the NCAA tournament, making it all the way to the NCAA championship game in San Antonio. And before losing a heartbreaker to the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> uh, man, that was crazy. We go and we're gonna get to that later. Um played in the played all over the world, played in the G League. He's played in over ten countries. The one and only Sean Taggart. What's up, Dan? How y'all doing, man? I appreciate it being um, brought to this podcast, man. And, uh, I mean, let's talk, man. Let's let's get it going. Let's get it going. <laughs> All right. Um, man, first and foremost, man, you out of Richmond, right? Tell us a little bit about your high school career growing up because you weren't uh, like one of those highly ranked guys all the way through, right? Like you no, kind of got it all. Like, it was like after your sophomore year, right? Sophomore year? No, I probably started getting better, man, like my junior year, honestly, man. And because my freshman year, you got to look at it, man. I was a, a real fat, chubby kid my eighth grade year. <laughs> and I was I was 5'8", my eighth grade year. 5'8", eight, eighth grade up, I, woke, I woke up one summer and I was 6'3", my freshman Gosh. year. Wow. You know, so I, I did that big jump, and then my sophomore year, I was 6'7", and then my junior year, I was 6'9", and then my senior year, I was 6'10". Wow. So, wow. you know, I never thought I was going to play basketball anyway. You know, I, I really, you know, come from my environment, my background, my kinfolk, and, and all that, you know, I really never thought that you know, I would be going to college at that and, you know, yeah. graduating from college at that and, you know, even being alive right now, you know, it is, I mean, it's just a blessing every day, man. Yeah, man. Sean, yeah, Sean is one of those 
Sean, one of them guys, man, he like he beat the odds, like beat the odds, beat the odds. Like he's man, um, like out of Richmond, and I mean, I mean, if you've been to Richmond, been to the right side of Richmond, you know what Richmond is, and he kind of made it out, especially with like the with like the uh, educational and like the schools, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's um, one of the main reason I had to go to Mount Zion to, to, to get my grades right. So yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, because, I mean, we always know that Richmond has, hands down, some of the best talent in the country. The problem is, is man, they never, like the school and the grades, they never help the kids get the grades right. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, when you transferred to Mount Zion, I mean, y'all were loaded, right? Oh, yeah, man. We had uh, Muhammad Tagir, Tashi Carr, uh, Brandon Rush, Tracy Smith. Uh, Glenn Dandridge, uh, man, we had, we had, we were stacked. Uh, we, uh, that team probably had 13 D1 players on it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nah, Bijan, they were tough, man. They were, yeah, they were tough. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of heat on one team, man. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. funny to me, uh, just kind of fast forwarding. I actually watched, uh, that was when I was really first introduced to basketball, watching you guys make that run in the tournament. And uh, hold on, B. hold on, B. hold on, B. hold on, B. this man got a story. This man got a story, yo. Nah, you ready? You ready? You ready to get to it? To really get to it? Nah, man. Um, nah, Tag got a story, dog. He got a story. So I mean, man, he um, I mean, this dude is like when I say somebody that kids should like, he should be like touching a lot of kids, man, because a lot of kids they have the same story. Some kids who don't have that story that they need to hear just a little bit about that story, um, just to kind of appreciate where they are, right? So, um, yeah. So, so all right. So you got the Mount Zion. Y'all pretty much ran that complete uh, table. Oh, ran the air. Yeah, yeah y'all mm-hmm. ran that. Um, came town for school because you was at Mount Zion for two years, right? Yeah, I, I stayed for two. The one yeah, in Baltimore, they, or is it a different? Was it a different uh, Mount Zion? No, it's in um, Durham, North Carolina. Durham, okay. Grady, uh, Maya Stoudemire went there. Okay. Uh, what uh, McDaniel's or Daniels went there? He went. He played or, for like Dallas Mavericks. Uh, yeah, Marquise Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, Corey Hightower. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of them, because I was there with um, because I played with Corey a little bit. Um, so. You get to high school, finish high school, you become, all of a sudden you go from that eighth grade kid that was 5'8", short and chubby, you become the number uh, 35th kid in the country. A, B, C, D camp, right? Well, let me tell you a funny story about that, man. It's not funny because I had a, uh, okay, I played for the Richmond Squires. Yeah. It was a kid called Boombali Osby. He went to uh, Maryland, then he went to New Mexico. And um, he was supposed to go to the ABCD camp. Oh, I was a replacement. Oh, oh yeah, man. So you know, you know, I was going there on some. I mean, I don't, I didn't know what to really expect. You know, at that point in time, yeah, I played basketball. We won a lot of games at George Will. This was right before I was about to go to Mount Zion, and I wasn't even committed to even go to Mount Zion at that time. Like. Wow. Tony Fozard didn't even, he didn't know who I was. Like, no one knew who I was. Like, it was yeah. like, it was crazy. And, and, and son happened, his mother didn't let him go to, um, to the ABCD camp. And, you know, 
so I, I I got that chance to go. And and you know, I'm I'm, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. So it's like you go stuff like that, that's big time for, for, for a kid from Richmond. Right. That's 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 right. real big time. Yeah. And right. I'm on a team with Joe Kim Noah, and I'm on a team with uh, I forgot the kid name. He went to um USC, um Gabriel, I forgot his name, but he was cold too. And I got like our team was like stacked. Like we had uh Swift on our team as, as well. So I was the third big on the team. Mm. And I was still oh. was I was I, I went there and, <clears throat> and I killed and I and I was very close, very, very close of you know making the all-star team that year. But they was mm-hmm. they, you know, that's that's the year they was really stacked. The white. They had Livingston, J.R. Smith, Josh okay. Smith. Like it right. was like it was real stacked. Yeah. And you know. I'm be honest with you. I had I had a great time there. I, mean, I I I just I went there with no expectations of myself because I didn't know what I was at that time. Right, right, right. You know, I I was just a, a skinny, light skinned kid that, you know, I I'm not supposed to be here. Right, right. That's I'm a crazy. Replacement. So when people Place, ask me who I am, where I'm from, I'm telling them they like, oh, I never heard about you. And I'm I like, know that well, feeling. I, I, I'm <laughs> not really into basketball either, so I don't know who you guys are. Yeah, like, right. You know, I got guys telling me like, "Oh, this is such 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 a," but I really, in my mind, I didn't care because, I mean, I don't know who you are, and I never seen you play. I never, I, I ain't never read basketball magazines. The only That's people wild, I man. used to watch on TV was the Chicago Bulls, the, the Orlando, Orlando Magic when Shaq was on the team because that was my that was my grandma's favorite player was Shaq. So <laughs> you know, so that was her favorite player, and 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 Penny was my favorite player. So it was yeah, like. Oh. Gotcha. You know, so we sit down and watch TV together and stuff like that. But like, I never really took it serious. Like until like I went to that camp. After I went to that camp and I did what I did, I was like, man, I can, you know, what I'm saying, I can, I can, I can use this. Yeah, yeah, man. Matter of fact, rest in peace, Miss Naomi. Yes, yes. Yeah. Died, died 105 yeah. years old. Was born 105. in 1910. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, beautiful man. spirit, man. Beautiful spirit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So you went, I, I, yo. I never knew that story. All this, I never knew that story. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I never knew you replaced Bump uh, Osby, man. I never knew that. So, so man, when that happened, so after that happened, the next year, they was blowing my phone up. We need you to come. We need you to come. We need you to come. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I guess I'll come then. And and then boom, that's why I made the All Star game at the ABCD camp. Right. And right. I was out. And I was this close. Being MVP of that All Star camp, <laughs> who was and in no that one camp? knew who I was. Still, they still didn't know who I was. Who was in that camp that year? That year, uh, it was um, it was me, Brandon Rush, um, B Rush, B Rush, yeah. Uh, Aaron McGee was there. Um, it was, it was, it was, it, it was stacked. It still. Was who won the MVP? I don't even know. I don't even know. When they ain't give it to me, I just I I, I, yeah, I know. pay no attention. <laughs> yeah. Andre, Andre Black was there, you know, Andre Black was yeah. right there and I was giving him the business, but we ain't that's not here or there. You know. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> give it to him. Give it to him. So so you so I saw me out of that camp, you just kinda jumped up, man. You jumped out of nowhere to to number thirty five. Well to the thirty uh, fifth prospect, man. Yeah, it was that's, it was crazy. That's man. huge. That's huge. I was in your whole magazine. world. My brother, my brother showed me a magazine I was in, and I was like, man, for real. 
<laughs> you just yeah. don't understand, man. Like the growth, man. I mean, yeah, your whole me, world changed. My night from my ninth grade year until Mount Zion, my growth was like it was amazing, man. Like, and I didn't like at first, like my ninth through my tenth, like like my to my tenth and eleventh grade year, like I really didn't work out like that because I didn't take basketball serious. Yeah. Like when I really got into the the AAU circuit and stuff like that, you know, I started realizing like like these kids really working out. These kids really like taking this serious. Like I'm gonna start working out too, you yeah. know. And that's when I got with my trainers and stuff, and I started like really training. I was I won't train on my body. I wish I did, you know. But in the gym, I I was training every day. And Bijan, I'll tell you, six ten, six ten guard skills. Six ten could outshoot most guards. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, like I'm talking about out there in that, out there in that no man's land range. Like, like that 25, 26. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, like that type of range. And um, type of stuff that when scouts see now, they 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 mouth water now. You know, yeah. it, 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 wasn't, you, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, that, it wasn't that, it wasn't that wave back then. It wasn't the style. Oh, you were, yo, a few years. Of, yeah, a few years early. A few years early, right? Yeah, I, I was I was ahead of my time, man. People tell me that to this day. Every time I go to the bottle uh, shop, man, I hear it all the time, man. You was ahead of your time, man. If you come out now, there ain't no telling what you'll be. Crazy. All right, so we're gonna get to that, but let's go. So all right, high school, high school, right? High school. So you jumped out of high school, Iowa State. You go out to Iowa State. How did you end up at Iowa State? Well, I went to Iowa State, man, because you know, um, I really got a real close relationship with Wayne Morgan at the time. He was the head coach. And um, me and his um, relationship really got close. And, you know, him and um, my AAU coach relationship was really close. So, you know, growing up, you know, I had a dad. But, you know, off and on, he he won't really dare like that. So, you know, I really looked up to, you know, other black men that was doing something with themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it was a no-brainer at the time. Because I was looking at it like I'm about to go in, I'm about to go ahead, and I'm about to go in and I'm about to play early. That's, right. That was my mindset. Not thinking about, you know what I'm saying, you just came from Mount Zion, you know, iron sharpen iron. If you if you go to Memphis or you go to whatever, Miami or UCLA or you going to, you know, if you go there, you're going to get better every day, every day because, you know, you're going against lottery picks. You're going against draft picks. So, you know, it's right. different, you know. So yeah, now, looking back at it, honestly, I probably just went to Memphis straight out of Mount Zion instead of that, taking that detour at, you know, Iowa State, Iowa State and then going to Memphis. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you was at um, Iowa State for what? Well, one year, right? One year, yeah. They found my coach, man. I think that year we went like 15 and 15. And yeah. you got to realize that's fresh off of them losing the UNC in the NCAA tournament. Right. You know? Right. So, right. Which was, which I think, I believe it was in Charlotte that year. I believe it was, it was in North Carolina that year, I believe. 2006. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was 2000. yeah, so, 2006. yeah. And also, you know, Tashi went there, you know, Tashi Carr, he was my point guard. Yeah, that's you true. Know, so I, you know, I, I I felt like I could be comfortable there, you know, you know. But when they fired the coach, you know, I don't care what any kids say. I don't care what they say. You don't go to a school because you want to be in that city. 
You go to that, you go to a college because you either you like that coach or you know he can get you somewhere. Right, right. I mean, right. I mean, it's point blank period. You don't go to Miami that's because you want to be in Miami because if that's the reason, you're not gonna go there and do what you need to do anyway. Absolutely, man. That's completely true. So, all right, transfer from Iowa State, end up in Mob Town, Coach mm-hmm. Cal. That's the Coach guy right Cal. now, man. That's the Coach guy. Coach Cal, how was that when you stepped on campus, yo? Because uh, I mean, you had a transfer year. Yeah, I had a transfer year. And, so you had and, to sit out. So I had to sit out, and and, and luckily, you know, and, and the bad thing about it, I think it was probably our second, our second pickup game there, and boom, tore my ACL. So I had to sit out anyway. So then I had to get my my leg right and all that type of stuff. So you know. So my so my freshman year I got sick, and I lost like crazy weight, man. Like I got sick, I lost crazy weight, and I wanted I really wanted the red shirt, but you know for some reason you know they didn't want me the red shirt. Yeah. So my freshman year I was like forty percent of myself, like yeah, I had you, put weight cause on. You caught that? Cause no, cause you caught that stomach pounds. virus, right? Yeah, I caught a stomach virus and I lost thirty pounds in like two weeks. Yeah, I remember that. Like I couldn't even jump to dunk the ball when I came back to basketball. Wow. Yeah, so you know, you so, out, you out like that. What was that? It took you out like that. Sheesh. Oh yeah, man. Like like yeah, like I, I lost thirty pounds, man. I'm already slim anyway. Right. So, you know what I'm saying, I, you know, I, I use my footwork and I use angles and I use, you know what I'm saying, my quickness to, to do my moves and none of that was there. Like, it was it was gone. Like, it was all gone because I couldn't work out. I couldn't do anything for like two, three weeks, four weeks. And I would like, anytime I put a spoon in my mouth for soup, I was throwing up. Throwing up, yeah. Like, it, like, it was bad. So then that, that happened my freshman year and then my sophomore year, boom. You know, even though I had to sit out anyway, I told my ACL and my MCL, you know what I'm saying, at the same yeah. time. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying, that that was a pushback because I could have been, like, really, like, going in, like, that whole year, just practicing with them, getting better, and all that type of stuff. But I had to sit out. Yeah, because that's when um, old boy was there. I can't think of his name. I can see his face, though. Oh, man, I used to love his game. What was his that's name? That's my guy, Jer- my, Jer- my guy, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy Hunt. The- Jeremy Hunt. Yeah, you know the UAB game, you shooting from the dragon and all that? Yeah, yep. Jeremy Hunt. That's my guy. That's my guy. Today, that was man. my guy. Yeah, because you missed them by that year, right? Because that was his last year there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm going so, right, so to leave with this. So, how was it playing for Cal, man? Because I know just from me being around a little bit and being, you know, being around the situation, when I see some of these kids that, that commit to Kentucky, I immediately think, like, I wonder what this uh, tag thing, because I'm sitting there like, is this kid gonna cut it? So, I, so how was it playing playing for Cal, and how was it when you see some of these kids that are committing, and all of a sudden you'd be like, nah, are you like, yeah, he's a Cal guy? What do you think about that? Well, I, well, first I'm gonna start off with this. He has changed like dramatically, <laughs> like. If he was on ten, now he's like a four now. He's a four. Yeah, like 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 he was like like he'll really like get in your face and 
and and really talk about you and and make you want to get better. Like he would like he would talk about you talk about you in a way in front of everybody. It'd be like he'll make you feel like I need to go to the gym. I need to be in the gym or like I need to play harder. I need to do this. I need to do that. You telling yourself this like without him even having to say it anymore. Right. Like, I know. Like, yeah. Like he's like a like like I have never seen a coach like motivate a team like he does. Like you hey. run through a brick wall for that man. Like seriously. Hey, hey B John. Yeah. Some of the, some of the phone calls I received from Memphis, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he drove me crazy, man. And I, I'm some sure of the I phone drove him crazy calls. too. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for uh thank 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 God for DK, Derek, uh Derek Kellogg. Oh, for sure. And then the following <laughs> year it was it was it was Rod Strickland, man. He, he used to talk to me so much, man. Rod Strickland, man. That that second year when we um I think we was number five in the country that year. Um, yeah. He he really, he really, he really sat with me, man, and and kept me calm, man, a whole a whole lot. First it was DK, then it was him. Yeah. So what, you know what were some of the adversities you were going through, like while you were there at Memphis, like dealing with a coach who was super emo- at the time you're saying he was super emotional. Like, how was you being like inner city kid? How was you able to deal with that? Well, you know, inner city kids, man. I, I mean, all, all our coaches they coach the same. I mean, they they <laughs> they cuss you out. They gonna yeah, challenge yeah. you. They gonna get in your face. Sometimes you you gonna be mad. Sometimes you might want to fight them. Yeah. You know, but they grown, so you ain't gonna do it. But you know, sometimes you might you know you are inner city kid. It don't it don't take that much to click. You yeah, know, right. but with Coach Cal, man. With him, man, I loved the man so much, man. I, I, I never really even cared anything he said to me, man. Negative, bad, anything, because I know where I come, where I come from, man. And I know what it, this man took me out of. And I know how he was treating us, man. And, you know, us staying at the Peabody Hotel and all that type stuff. And, you know, coming from a kid where, you know, you, you pouring syrup in the, in the in the bowl and you hoping that you ain't eating roaches, you know, right. coming from that to, to you eating at steakhouses and you eating at seafood restaurants, you doing all types of stuff. You, it's, it, it was amazing, man. You know, I wouldn't change for the world. Good, bad, negative, anything. I wouldn't change any of it, man. But the, the most adversity was me. Cause my mindset, man, when, when like my, my, when my senior year of high school, I just felt like like no one could guard me at all. No one can guard me. I was the best big, period. I don't care who you put me against. I'm going to show out. If you give me the, the touches, you give me the playing time, I'm going to do what I need to do. And, and at right. that time, I had to sit behind, you know, Joy Dorsey. I had to sit behind Doja because they paid their dues. You know, they put right. their mark on the program already. And I had to come in and, you know, in, in the summertime, that's when I had to come in. When no right. one, when no, it wasn't no cameras then. I had to come in and I had to really go after them guys and let them know, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm here now. Like, yeah, you there? Yeah. Y'all, yeah, y'all nah. was splitting time now. I, y'all got splitting time with me now. You know? and, <laughs> I got you. But, but luckily, we we was all dogs, man. That's that's one thing about that team, man. That's hold on, tell hold on. Any day. Hold on, that's later on. That's later on right there. I, got, I, got, I already got that loaded up. I got that later. I got that loaded up. So let me ask you this. I'm going to jump back to Cal real quick. And you kind of pretty much touched it, but, man, why did the players love that guy so much? 
Man, first of all, he, he, he's a player coach, man. You know, and he's going to make sure that with, within the rules, if he can help you in any way, that he's going to do it, man. And, gotcha. and, and, and he, he always got your back, man, regardless. Off the court, because, you, know, you know, I got into some situations when I was at Memphis, you know, that, that you know, I, had to, I got locked up in a situation and all that type of stuff. And, I mean, he had my back, man. I, I, he didn't cut me anything. I got suspended or something like that. But he didn't cut me, and he, he basically called me. He, he didn't call me. He, he showed up to my room and had a long conversation with me, man. And, you know, tears were shed. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, coming from my background, you know, you know, um, my brother been in jail since I was, like, seven years old, man. So, you know, and my other brother's going in and out of jail, and, you know, that's the environment I was in. You know, I'm not knocking it. You know, it made me the man that I am, you know. But, right. You know, uh, so he had just had this conversation, you know, because – when a kid comes from the inner city, man, I don't care what part of the inner city he come from or anything like that, man. I mean, it's always going to be some type of baggage, man. Either, either oh, always, ment yeah. it's mental baggage or something that happened in his early years or anything like right. that, you know. But that's what he's good at, though. He, yeah, like, he's like, that's what he specializes at. Like, that's yeah. his best type of kid. And, and that's what I was talking about when I'd be like, yo, like, he's a cow kid. Because I know that Cal's gonna come in and Cal's gonna push him. Cal's like Cal thing is like, and I can see it. He wants to like push you beyond what you believe you can go do. Oh, for sure. That's what it's all and, about with him. And That's some kids, him. and some kids can't take that. Like that kid that he got right now. Um, I just played his uh his little brother, Kenyon Kenyon or whatever his name is, the light skinned kid with the real short shorts. I can't think of his name. Bijan, oh, you probably know his name. Talking about the kid from Memphis. No, the kid from uh, Kentucky. Yo, the, hey, the one that just transferred. Oh, uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Light skin dude. Light skin dude. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I know you're but, talking about. I, well, I'm going to say this now. This, this, see, this is the problem. If you thinking that you're going to go up on a uh, cow, right, and you think that everything is going to be sugar and cream, like you just going to go, you're going to get your plan time, it ain't like that. He don't care who you are. From the first day of practice, if you don't do what you need to do, he don't care if you do no one pick, no one picking draft. He don't care if you a lottery pick. If you don't, if you're not gonna come, you're not gonna compete. You're not gonna follow the rules, and you're not gonna gonna play the style that he he wants to play. He not he's not gonna play you. It doesn't matter to him because he I mean he had he got he got horses, man. I mean, it's just like yeah. It, if I got eight players that I know that that one day will be in the NBA, and one of them is going to self-destruct the team, then he's not. You're not going to play. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm trying to think. Was it that Johnny Zane kid, man? I think it was that Johnny Zane kid. I'm not sure. It ain't gonna come to me right off the top of my head. But yeah, man, that was a crazy thing to me because I was looking at that kid and I was like, yo, he's not a cow kid. He's not a. He like he's not gonna make it through the whole year. And God forbid. Like he sitting over there, like I deserve to be a starter, and I knew that. as soon as he said that publicly, I was like, "Yeah, he, yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's oh, done. Yeah. yeah, he's done." Cal first won't first of all, no, nothing is given. Nothing is given. You know I mean? Right, especially nothing. at that level. Especially yeah. at that level, and then with 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 Kyle and the way he like to coach, and 
you know, he 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 wanted to have his hands on everything. Right. So right. it's like he he want to know what's going on. He want to make sure that all the noise, the people chirping in your ear and telling you that you this, you that. He'll he'll have a meeting with he had me with the whole team about that. Yeah. He said, look, we are we we brothers, man. We are a team, man. We are family. You don't get all the people who calling you and telling you that you deserve to do this, you deserve more minutes, you deserve all that. Y'all need to push that out. Y'all need to listen to that. And we're gonna move forward and we're gonna we gonna have a special year. And that I mean that that was a conversation like before every season. Right, right, right. So let me tell you this, man. Y'all have yo, y'all have some characters on that in that program while y'all was there, man. Oh, for I sure. Know, yeah. I know y'all had, man. Like when I say special. That was a special group, but y'all had some. Y'all had a lot of characters, man. A lot of funny guys, a lot of interesting uh, characters. So, what was the funniest team memory, team thing, cow story, team story that you can? <laughs> that whole stop. That you can tell us. That you can oh tell us. man! Oh man! Is that dry snitching? <laughs> I said that you can tell us. <laughs> hold on, hold up. And before it's you go so there, many, it's so many hold on, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and and yo, before you go there, yo, is mo is Miss Cal's brownies really that good? Oh, they fine. Come they on, yeah. I, I wish I could text her right now, Miss Cal. If you watching this, if somehow this this gets to you, I need some of them brownies. <laughs> I need them. I need them. Are they really that good? Now, up. Amazing. Word Amazing. Up. Okay. That's I'm all just, I, can say. I had to ask. I had to ask. I had to ask. I, I, you know, I, I had never asked you that, so I had to check in. So everybody, everybody know all the future guys that Cal is, is just you know Cal looking at. Go ahead and tell them. Show up with the brownies. Oh man. Show she up with come the slap. She come slam. And when they go visit, she slam that plate of brownies on that table. Man, they gonna sign. <laughs> they like Man, that. I'm trying to tell you, but she only gonna give them to you on your birthday. But when it's your oh. birthday, everybody gonna know it's your birthday. And guess what? They gonna everybody want them. It ain't gonna just be you. Oh man. <laughs> That's everybody crazy. want them. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, yeah. so um who's your favorite teammate at Memphis? Cause I mean you had a freak, man. You had a, a whole whole rock. You know, my guy, my guy was Donnell Mack, man. Donnell, Donnell, Donnell. Donnell Mack, that's my guy, man. You know, from Charlotte. So, you know, I played him a couple times when I was in Mount Zion and I already knew him and all that type stuff. So, you know, that was my guy right there, man. Yeah, Donnell. I saw Donnell last year. Last year. He was coaching. He's coaching high school ball still, right? Yeah, he coaching high school ball. Yeah. He's coaching them. He's uh, training kids right now and all that type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get with him. But, yeah, man, Donnell, man, he's a, yeah, he's a good dude. Good yeah, dude. He's a real good dude. Good I dude. Love him, love the daddy, all them man. They cool people, man. They good people. Good people. Yeah. So all right, now let's start talking about these uh teams y'all had, man. <laughs> Yo. When I say it was a pleasure to watch it, Doug, it was crazy because it was like and I'm gonna let you touch on it, but I mean I guess, yo, what made y'all like what made that like what made those teams at Memphis like so special outside of just talent? I mean, because, like, dog, like, it was, like, if you ask me in that era that y'all had at Memphis, those three, the three years, three years y'all had, 
Yeah, was, I, play, I played there two years and said I won. Yeah, so yeah, so that yeah, so those three years that I was kind of around the program. So it was like those three years, man. Y'all were right there with like the UNLV, the way y'all played, man. That UNLV, that Michigan Fab Five, like that's that vibe that y'all was giving though. Like, am I wrong? I don't know if y'all was you know aiming for that. Man, we wasn't aiming for that, man. It was just all organic, man. Like, but that was y'all vibe. Like y'all, like y'all move like. Y'all move like a game. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't call it that, but you know. We, no, it's I that mean, five, five, you, five you, that brothers, brothers, sorry, brothers. Y'all move like brothers. Let's just say this. If you seen one of us, it was for sure that you would see 11 or 12 other of us. Uh, uh, all of us are going to be together. There you go. Like if, if, we, if, we go if we going to eat, you're going to see basically almost the whole team. If we going out to a function or something like that, you're going to see the whole team. And we to my outside of the stuff that we had to do. You talking about that like how being you, like we like we really enjoyed each other and we really I like how you said like, function though. I like how no, you said. yeah, you know I I can't I can't say what I want to say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when we yeah. went to the functions, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah, but no nah, man, no nah, man, that's dope. Like like that was dope. Like y'all were like y'all were a group. Like y'all were another thing, another well, thing is another thing with that, like it 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 all like resonated like it all like started like from pickup ball. Mm-hmm. Like when we like when we, when you get there in the summertime, everybody elected to come in the summertime. Like like early, early, like not when the coaches asked you to come. Like we was there like the first semester of the summer, like when you like, to get your credits and all that type stuff. And we'll come just to play pickup. Mm-hmm. Like it, it like the pickup games that like if we was like videotaping those games and and stuff like that, man. It was it was great, great competition, man. It was to the point that the Memphis Grizzlies players was asking us, "Can we come in the gym to play with y'all?" And we in college. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So like, and at that time, I, Penny was Penny was still, you know, what I'm saying, moving and grooving. So he'll come in and and all that type stuff. And I mean, it was it was great times, man. It was just me versus Doja, CEO versus Antonio, you know, D Rose versus Willie Kemp, and you right, know, it was like it was unbelievable basketball, man. Like, if you watch our practices and watch our pickup games, right. that's why when we got in them games, man, it was like, man, either we was gonna blow y'all out or Coach Kyle was gonna be like, look, we about to go zone because I, I don't want to embarrass this coach. Yeah, right, right, right. You know that type of thing. Yeah, and you said it earlier, man. Like, I mean, those teams had eleven, twelve dogs on them, man. Yeah, right. for sure, man. I, I was watching the ESPN when I was there, and it was like, man, the second group in Memphis can go to anywhere in the country and be a top five oh, team. Cool. Like that's what they were saying. Like, and and it was it was true. It was all accurate. Like it, it was no lie. I was coming off the bench that year. The D Mac was coming off the bench that year. Uh, Willie was coming off the bench that year. We we talking about highly ranked guys who who could shoot the ball, who could stretch the floor, who could play multiple positions. <sighs> Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Definitely. Back yeah, when that, that was, wasn't even play, like be able to play multiple positions at that time, like when you got a four that can play the three, the four, and the five, or you got yeah. a, a two that can play the two, three, and the four, like Antonio Anderson. Like, Y'all were almost crazy. positionless, you know, prior. Oh, we switched everything. Prior to that, yeah, prior to that Golden State thing, yeah. Like y'all we were pretty everything. much positionless early, like like yeah. Cause, I mean, you guys had. Like your boy Doja, he could yo he could guard one through five. Yeah. You 
Step Joey. up, bro, one through five. Joey, one through five. Tone, yeah. one through five. Uh, I mean, that's it. And then you got to realize, you look at CDR, he was 6'7". You look at, you look at D-Rose. And we ain't even mentioned CDR. We ain't even mentioned right. Chris Douglas Robinson yet. I know. So, everybody talk about D-Rose, man. The best player on the team, man, was CDR. Hands down. Like, it, it's hands not even like, if, if CDR was right here, D-Rose was right here. Right. It was like, it, yeah, it CDR, wasn't even close. CDR was special, 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 special guy. Um, and you so look at him, you be like, man, who is this guy, man? He, he look like an old man. Look at the way he run. But when that ball get in his hand, oh, man. Yeah, man. But we yeah. tell him all to put him on the island. You on the island now, it's over with. Nah, yeah. One-on-one, nah. you better send that double team quickly. Nah, he was special, man. And he was he was another guy that was a few years above it. He was a few years early, too, because if he was a couple years behind, maybe two, three, he would have he got the value that he really needed. And, and then and, he was shooting. He was shooting floaters from almost a three point line, man. That's man. crazy. One one leg, wrong leg, left hand, right hand, whatever you wanted. Hey, Bijan, when I say like, just smooth, just smooth, just smooth. Like everything was smooth. Like and you're not gonna take the ball. You ain't gonna take the ball from him. Nah, nah, nah. He was just smooth, man. I remember. Um, I remember who y'all play. It was it was that year. I think y'all lost to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It was ten. It was Tennessee, man. And I was like, damn. Um, I think it was CDR. I, I don't think CDR played well that game. But y'all ended none up. None of us. None of us played well that game. Yeah, y'all because because it was when Chris Lofton was there, right? Yeah, Chris Lofton was there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think none of y'all played well that game. No, nah, we didn't at all, man. It, man, that was probably one of the most hyped games I have ever like played in before. One versus two, same state, biggest yeah. televised game, and I don't you, know how long. It was crazy. I'm gonna tell you how funny this was, right? I was at a party, right? I was at I was at a party. I literally a function. I, you was at a function. I was at a function. Function. <laughs> I, was at, I, was, I was at a function. I stopped the function and I was like, yo, my guy Tag is on TV playing. Turn the game on. And I literally, during the function, I watched the whole game during that function. And I was like, I was going crazy. Because that was like, because that was a big game. Because y'all was like, what, one? It was something crazy. It was, it, was, it was one versus two. In a yeah, it was something. Yeah, yeah. And it was an interstate game, and it was like it was bananas, man. That was like that will never happen again. That's a once in a lifetime experience, right there, man. Yeah, that, um, that but, was it was beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, like y'all had some moments, and y'all and and I mean things just kind of worked out for y'all. You know what I mean? Like you know, so y'all could have those, you know, like those different like types of memories. But mm-hmm. let's walk, yo, let, yo, let's walk through that championship run, man. What was that? Two thousand like that uh like that final four run. What was that? Two thousand two thousand seven, two thousand eight? Yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, man. So do you remember who y'all played in the first round? Uh, I think it was um Texas Southern or Texas State or something like I don't I I don't remember. You it didn't matter who it was. Y'all blew them out though. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember that. Oh, we we actually we it, it was actually a closer game than it should have been. Right. Like, I do remember that. I do remember it was, that. It was a closer game than it should. I think we probably won by like maybe maybe 14, 15 points. 
Right. Let and then you, you see know, what happened early, later down the line. What happened? It was in. Hold on. Hold on. It was in. Uh, it was in Little Rock, Arkansas. Sixteen yep. seed, Texas Arlington. Arlington, yeah. I don't think nobody was over six six on that team. Yeah. Was Julian like, Stone there? Was that? Was Julian Stone there? Julian Stone. No, nah, I think Julian Stone played for um Utah. Utah, Utah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, so six, six, y'all PG. six six PG. So y'all went through <laughs> Texas Arlington. Then y'all had number eight Mississippi State. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was that, that was that was a, that was a that was a, that game was close to it should have been too. You know. Yeah. Um, you know they yeah. had that big boy down there, man. He was blocking everything, man. Yeah, you're right. and then they had Gordon. He had Gordon, man. He was a solid guard, you know, a tough guard. Right, right, right. So yeah. yeah. But then NCAA every game is close pretty much, right? You know, from you know, every you know, every game pretty much, especially when you like number one, you number one seed, you getting everybody best shot. Yeah, for sure. I mean our target was, was on our back the whole year, you know, that's being in conference USA and people saying that well, they was at the ACC. They wouldn't be winning all these games, and we thinking to ourselves, we wish we was in the ACC. Man, like, y'all, we wanted, we wanted all that smoke, man. We wanted, we wanted every bit of it. If you think about it, y'all were right there with that Michigan Fat Five. Like you don't know that, right? Like I mean, when you think about that, the amount of hate that hate that y'all got. Oh, for sure. You should have heard, oh, right. man. It was just, it was so much hate, man. Turn on ESPN, you hear them folks talking Yo, about you on ESPN every single day. But every you know single day. For two, for two segments. What's up? You know what's funny? The funny thing is, they hated on us the whole year, and then the championship game, they said we were going to win, and then look what happened. <laughs> wow. I'm talking about the whole year they hated on us. Yeah, they're man. not going to make it. They can't make free throw. They can't do this. They... Oh they, man! They all type of stuff, and then they then as soon as the championship game, Memphis go five, five. twenty. They're gone. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> second round. Second round. We go to uh, Houston. Let's go to Houston. Regionals. We go to regionals. Oh, that was, regionals. That was my that was my best game in the uh, tournament right there. Regionals in Houston. Number five, Michigan State. First. Oh, Michigan uh, State. First, yeah. Yeah, Michigan State. Not the number five seed, Michigan State. Y'all handle Michigan State. That was. I don't ugly. Who was on that, that was ugly. State team? I'm trying to think. That was um Drew Nixel. Um, I don't know after that, man. That's on the name I can remember. They, they had a squad though. They had a, they, yeah, they, they had was a big. They had shooters, all that, but our tempo, man. You know, we was up and yeah, down, yo. up and down, up. Like it was never a break with us. Like until I mean, Coach Cal told us. To stop. I mean, I mean, but y'all blew them out, right? Oh man, I think it was, it it had to be about thirty at halftime. Yeah, I think y'all ended up winning by like twenty. I think it was like twenty. Yeah, like it was it was one of the moments. Like I said, man. Hold on, I'm about to pull it somebody, up. Some when somebody yeah. come to you and tell you to take the foot yeah. off the gas. Yo, y'all really were up by thirty, twenty to fifty at halftime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was ugly. Like we had to go yep. to a zone. The second half, we played zone. Yeah, who's on the team? Oh, they had uh, my boy. What's his name? Uh, what's his name with the Braves? Morgan. Morgan, yup. Mm-hmm. Raymar. Raymar Morgan. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Raymond uh, Morgan, um, Lucas, uh, Kai Lucas, Nigel, Gray. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they had a squad, man, but it was like, we like we had bad showings, man. Let's just be honest, man. I first, like when we played against uh, the Texas team first round, and we played against Mississippi State. I mean, we felt like we had like a bad game. Both games we had bad games. Yeah, so, you know, Coach Kyle was in our ear, in our ear, like 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 I'm like I'm not ready for this ride to be over. Are y'all ready for this ride to be over? I'm like, no, no. everybody like, no, we ain't ready for this ride to be over. So when, uh, when Michigan right. State came. Yeah, it was just we we were we couldn't wait. We couldn't wait, man. man. You can see yeah. You can see the score. Half, that was halftime, man. That is ridiculous, man. We it's talking ridiculous. about a high level D one school. Nah, not like that nah. by halftime. No, I remember for sure, man. I remember the whole vibe and I, and I remember the conversation like, Tag, y'all better get y'all shit together, man. I remember, I remember those combos. <laughs> I remember the weekly combos we used to have. Me, you, D on the on the phone, man. Yeah, um, for sure. Next game, the Longhorns, Texas. They had Gary Johnson, DJ Augustine, AJ Abrams, Mason, Damian Jones, all them boys. And man, y'all just went out there and y'all y'all smacked them. Let's just call it what it is, man. I'm going to be honest with you, man. We were sitting in, in Coach Kyle's house, man, for Selection Sunday, right? All right. And we are the number one overall team. And we are in the hardest bracket in the tournament. That's true. Then we have to play Texas in Texas. Yeah. Like it, it, like, it was all set up for us to lose before we even got to the championship game. Right. But it was already set up, man. So... You know, Cal was already putting that in our heads, man. You know, it did it on purpose. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they put us in this bracket with Texas, and and they, and we got to play them in Texas and all this type of stuff. He was, uh, he was really on it. So when we yeah. got to those guys, they, you know, they were big. You know, it was, it was, it was some chirping. You know, they, 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 they right. really thought that they was gonna come in and and just dominate us. And the first thing that I remember after the game is. I think it was um, Jones. He said, we didn't realize how long and, and how fast they were. And they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, and both of y'all had the same got, record, too. Both, oh, no, never yeah. mind. Oh, no, 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 because y'all were 37 and one. Oh, no. We, so y'all we, were 37 we and one. Game. And they were, like, they were, uh, yeah, they were 30, uh, uh, 31 and seven, and, and, and y'all were 37 and one. So, now nah, that's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like, it was a big game for me, man. I think I don't, I don't even remember how many points I had, man. But I mean, it was a good game for me, especially coming off the bench, man. And you know, that's that's the big come off the bench like that. And Coach Kyle, like, he really played me a lot that game. He really played me a lot that game because he told me before the game, he said, "Tag, you know, they're gonna do a lot of zone." And I'm gonna need you in that free throw line extender. I'm gonna need you to be able to, you know what I'm saying, score when in that gap and all that type of stuff. Like that's right. when you see, like, if CDR won the game, he put me in the middle when I was in the game. But when CDR was in the game, he'll put him in the middle or we'll flip flop. Cause you know, we yeah. were the best in the free throw area, you know what I'm saying, to get buckets. So when he told me he was gonna play me and play me more minutes than he normally do, you know, I was ready, right. man. I was excited, man. And, 
like I said, man, I, man, I had a good game that game, and yeah, that was definitely that was you. That was you, D Rose, and CDR's game right there. Yeah, so man, think, man, and that, and that's one thing, man. Like that's the best thing about that team. If one person had an off night, you had so many options. So many, <laughs> so many options. Anybody in. night, yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. And and it, even if a guy had an off night, we didn't care. Keep shooting. We gonna get yeah. the rebound anyway. Yeah, because you had Joey. You had you, Joey, uh, Rob, Rob Doja. Man, y'all had. Uh, I and mean, y'all had. Tone, re- Tone was a big guy, so he was rebounding. So yeah, was like, man, 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 we had some dogs, man. We had some, we yeah. really, like we really wanted, man. You know, we really wanted it. Yeah, man, y'all, man, y'all. Hey, look, hey, look, look. That was a special, special group, man. Special group. So y'all went through Texas. Um, after y'all ran through Texas, who was next after Texas? Let's go Texas. Then y'all ran UCLA. Y'all had UCLA. Forgot y'all had UCLA. Yeah, we had UCLA. Yo, uh, we had the tough. We had the toughest route to the championship. Like that was the biggest setup ever, ever. Oh yeah, we 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 wasn't supposed to be in the championship game. We knew we was gonna be there. And yeah. you know the funniest thing in the world, man? The year I set out, man, I went to Kansas and I visited Rush. Man. I visited my boy B Rush, man. Okay. Me, him, and Mario Chalmers, man. I don't know if he uh, he probably I don't know if he ever spoke on it. Me and him talked about it. He laughed about it. I ain't laughed because I was still mad about it. <laughs> we had we had a conversation and we said, we both said that, yeah, we we're gonna be in the championship. I said, Yeah, we're gonna be there too. We'll meet you there. And mm-hmm. then I said, yeah, we, we'll probably beat y'all by 12, 18 points. And you know what he said? He said, Boy. nah, it's going cl- to be a close game. Damn. This is the man who hit the shot to make it go to overtime. Yeah, yo, I could. Bro, that's, my pain was a different type of pain, man. That's just saying. Oh, I remember that pain. My I remember pain that pain. Type of pain. Because this hey, is a conversation young. that me and me, him, Brandon Rush, like we had this conversation. Wow. Hey, hey Bijan, imagine losing – Cause y'all are close, so imagine losing a national championship game to your homeboy. That's yeah, really yeah. what it was. Let's let's just yeah. let's just be real. That's a conversation yeah. you, you don't want to have afterwards. Y'all probably ain't talked for a while. Look, I, look, I, I haven't that? even watched that game since. I haven't watched it, and I'm I haven't even watched it. I haven't. Either. <laughs> I, I haven't either. I, you got to understand. I it was so many people in Richmond, Virginia. I'm to my Richmond, Virginia. That's crying, man. My yeah. brother, it's hot outside. He got the let him. He got my Memphis Letterman jacket on, sitting in the front room looking at the game and all that nah, stuff, man. man. It was just, that nah. look, man. Hold on, stop. Let all the other people watch. So we ran through <laughs> Memphis. Hey, so we ran through UCLA. Josh Ship, Russell Westbrook. We ran through uh, Russie, Kevin Love, Lou, Embu Ma, whatever. Say his name, Tag. Uh, uh, Oh, man. Imbuatu. <laughs> That's his name. Yo, we all screwed it up. Yeah. Imbuatu. I ain't going to try to say his name. I ain't going to try it no more. <laughs> so, anyway, let's look at it this way. UCLA had uh, four NBA, four future NBA players. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love. Two Hall of Famers. Imbuatu, and they had Darren Collison. 
Darren Collins, yeah. Yeah, Darren Collins. I remember that game. And y'all went up there and beat them by 15. Yeah, yeah. I remember the game. You know, the 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 most special moment was my grandma was was able to be there at the final at the final four, man. Right, yeah, right. she was there. They they yeah, she she came out there at the final four. Her, and my uncle, you know, they came. They all came out there, man. And and that game, I mean, I ain't gonna say I had a good game, but you know, I I played my role real good. You know, I had a, a big tip dunk. I had a I had a uh, I had a three in the corner. I yeah. think I had another bucket or something like that, but I mean seven and seven. You had seven and seven and, that game. Antonio Anson, man, he just man. Tone had. I'm be honest with you, man. Tone saved us plenty of times during the season because whoever <laughs> their best player was, if he was averaging thirty, if he was averaging twenty, you can cut that by half when we come. Right. Like he was, he was shutting down point guards, shooting guards. Three like three man like it, like you won't, won't get nothing by him man. That's that he was the one of the best defenders I have ever seen with my own eyes. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's what's up. Y'all had him. D Rose got off that game. CBR CBR of course got off that game. Uh, D Rose actually had twenty five nine twenty five points. Yeah, yeah. I'm bored. People need to understand about that. You know. I love D Rose. That's my guy. D Rose really wanted D Rose that he was about to be at that time. Right. Right. At the beginning of the season, like we had to beg this man to start shooting the ball. I remember that. For we can open because they he wouldn't shoot the ball. Like, like he was like he he like he's he was a shy guy back then, you know. And like he never wanted to rub nobody the wrong way. He wanted to make sure that everybody was involved and all that type of stuff. And one day. We had to come from like I think it was either after the Cincinnati game or before the Cincinnati game. We had to tell him like, "Look, if you're not going to score and all that stuff, man, it's you gonna make it harder for us." Right. Like if, we, if, if they not if their attention is not on you, you know, you gonna make it harder for us. And, right. and I, I bring that up to say this: when the turn became, he was a different animal. Yes, he was. But I would say I this. do remember that. Antonio Anderson took a whole lot of pressure off him because he ain't had to guard DJ Augustine. He ain't had to guard Collison. Right. He ain't had to guard them guys. Or 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 Russell. Or Russ. He ain't had to guard him. You know what I'm I saying? Nah, you, you got Tone out there. Tone is gonna guard the best guard. Period. We don't get it. don't matter what the matchup is, who on the court. If Tone on the on the on on the court, the best guard is gonna get guarded by Tone. By Tone, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So wow. it's like, man, without certain pieces on that team, man, it wouldn't have worked, man. Like, like we all like we missed and matched very, very well together. Yeah, nah, nah. I will definitely give you that. So y'all run through uh, UCLA, y'all don't ran through Texas, Mississippi State, Jesus. Now, now we sitting there, and you got uh, you Nash, yo, you got the uh, national championship game now, right? Yeah, we in national game, yep. Championship right. game. And y'all got Kansas <laughs> on a Monday. Y'all got Kansas. You know, all this going through my mind, man. You know, the conversation that I had with them when I when I went to go 
visit B Rush and all the all this was going to my mind. After we beat US UCLA, I was like, man, man, it's time now, man. We about to, we about to shock the world. I mean, that was that was my whole mindset, you know, because at that time, I mean, like, like Pac said, man, me me against the world, it was us against everybody. Right. Like no no one was giving us giving us our like our come up and like they like they they was they was talking about the Fab Five and how how big our shorts was and all that type stuff and 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 the way we moved and they were talking about Coach Cal and and all that type of stuff, man. That's bringing so much negativity, man. That instead of like, man, like most of these kids are any city kids, man. And they're right. in a national championship game right now. Yeah. If you yeah. got 15 players on the team, at least at least 12 of us is from the inner city. At least yeah. 12. So it's like, yeah. man, I mean, that was just a, such a big accomplishment, you know what I'm saying, on his own, you know, even though, you know, we would love to get that championship, you know. But right. So, go ahead, though. yo, walk me through that last five minutes of regulation, Ty. Last, man, that last five minutes. Five minutes. That, that, that last we up. Five minutes. We up. 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 I'm going crazy. Me, hey, look, me and D going crazy. So you already know we're on a whole different level right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going crazy right now. When I say crazy, Bijan, I mean, we were like, like, I'm thinking about like, okay, we got to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like we sitting, I'm sitting like, yo, yo, they got a file. Because y'all, because I mean, I mean, the school was what? Y'all up by like, what, four? I want to say it was four. No, I, when the five minute mark hit, man, we was up by like eight or nine points. Eight or nine, eight or nine. So let's say eight or nine, we get down to two, probably two, three minutes, right? All right, walk me mm-hmm. through it from there. I mean, I'm, Joey had gotten foul trouble. At some point, I don't remember what right. time he 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 fouled out. You gotta understand, Kansas that year, man. I think they was rotating like five, six bigs. Like they, they had the like, boy uh, with, uh, what's the boy? They had um, Arthur, Thomas Robinson, Darrell Arthur. Like Thomas. They had, uh, they had uh, the, the the Serbian kid. Robinson. played overseas a long time ago, like uh, for a long time. So, I mean, they, I mean, they, they had plenty big, so they, they was rotating. They was rotating. And, you know, at that time, you know, when the NCAA tournament started, you know, that's when Kyle wanted he short his he short his rotation up. Right. You know, so they throwing bodies at they throwing bodies at us. You know, they got they get Joy Sasha in foul Khan. trouble. Sasha Khan. Uh, Sasha Khan, that's his name. They they got Joy in foul trouble. I think I might have had four fouls. Uh Doja had foul. Like, like we was like in foul trouble at that point. But at the end of the day, if we made our free throws. That that was the biggest thing, and that was our Achilles heel through the season. That everybody was saying we don't trust Memphis because they don't make out they free throws. And I mean, until that game, I think we as, as a team, I think we was making in the NCAA tournament like eighty percent of our free throws until that game. Wow. You know, so that's why when the championship games came, that's when everybody flipped the switch, the, the 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 script, and they was like. Yeah, I think Memphis gonna win this this, this championship. <laughs> and, and, All the stars and aligned. I, I hated that. I hated that because you know I, I honestly hated when I heard that because we wanted to be the underdog. Like yeah, 
Yeah. We thrived off that. We right. really loved it. You know, right. Georgetown came to our building. Get up out of here. Y'all gone. Arizona, get up out of here. You know, it, it, man, Gonzaga came. Get up out of here. Like, it, right. it, it was it was big time schools coming to Memphis, and, and they was losing. They, they was leaving with the L. Like, right. and I'm sure 100%. before they came, they knew that they weren't going to win. Like, right. Like, we like we was putting, like, really, like, real fear in the teams that year. Like, no, no one wanted to play yeah. Yeah. So that last minute in overtime, man, I know it's crazy because I mean, if now you tell me who took the free throws, because I mean, if I could have picked guys that could shoot free throws, it would have been you, CDR, definitely not D Rose. Uh, it would have been you, CDR, and probably Tone, right? Yeah. So, all I remember is, man, we kept going to the line and missing free throws. Yeah, we'd go one for two or not make them at all. And, nah, man. And then turn, turn the ball over. And, I mean, yeah. it was just a lot of mental breakdown. I know, know D. Rose had a big – D. Rose had a big turnover. Yeah, man, it, it, it was it – was, it, was, it wasn't just him. It was plenty of people. Yeah. I mean, it was – I mean, I don't know what happened, you know. I can't thank for other people, man, but it was a lot of mental mishaps at the end of the game, you know. Yeah, you know, man, not was... trying to talk about people. We just talking basketball. Yeah, yeah, we were talking basketball, yeah, that no, but that was tough. That was a tough game, man. That was a tough game. Yeah, you know the crazy oh. thing is that when that man shot that three, ball fell right in my hand. I was under the basket. No. Oh yeah. Or sick. I was, I was, I was so sick when that ball went through. I remember, I do. I remember where I was standing in my old house when that happened. Like I can visually put myself where I was standing, because I was supposed to go to San Antonio. I was supposed to go to San Antonio, because that was what 2007, 2008, or 2007, 2007, 2008, 2008 season. Yeah, because my wife, because my son Preston Bijan, Bijan, think about this. My son Preston. This is how crazy this is. He was like, because this was like April 8th, I want to say. The game was played on April 8th or April 10th. I remember this verbatim. Preston was born in May. So I stayed because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I remember this verbatim. I, I remember this. I remember that the game was so crazy. I was I wouldn't even watch in, in the room that she was in but, yeah, because I was screaming so much. I was right. screaming, like, like I was going crazy. And the free throws missed. Mari, uh, Rio hit the shot. They went in overtime, kind of, kind of went the kind of stalemate. They ended up winning the game. I was sick. Tag was sick. Yeah, everybody, everybody was sick. sick everybody, everybody was about. sick. Every, every inner city kid, everybody from the hood, everybody. I'm talking about, man, it was so many people calling me from different places that I knew, from different states, man, man. Hey, we with you, man. We with y'all. You know, man, you, you, y'all represent us and all this type of stuff like that. And, I mean, man, you had grown men crying. You had old people crying. You mean, the whole city of Memphis was sick, man. You know, the craziest thing about that year is, man, Memphis was known for first 48. When the Tigers right. play, when when that season, when that tournament, it was it, it their crown was so low. I ain't gonna say right. it was low, but 
it, 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 was, it, it, it was getting like real, real better. Like it was like like people weren't in the streets. They weren't doing that. And when the Tigers came on, it was over with. It was a people's like, team. It was it was you know, it was the yeah, team yeah. for the city. For yeah. sure, man. Yeah, like it was a city like, team. Yeah. For sure, man. Like that's why I, that, like one of my like you said like one of who my favorite player. One of my favorite players was um Andre Island because when I first came there, he took me to his project. You know, mm. I'm from Richmond, like, I mean, people tell me how bad Memphis is, but, you know, I think, you know what I'm saying, in my eyes, man, it can't be no worse than Richmond, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to other people's projects, other people's hoods and stuff, and I'm not even from there, and everybody treat me like I'm their brother. Right. You know, you got people walking around with choppers <laughs> and all that type stuff and doing all that type stuff, and, you know, I mean... It was normal to, to me, but you know what I'm saying? I'm sure that for certain kids at, at that time, you know, it wasn't normal. You know what I'm saying? But for us, it was normal. You know, he, he Coach Carr recruited the inner city kids at that time, you know. Right. Because he, he, he wanted tough-minded individuals. Like, he didn't want nobody who had a soft mind who was going to give up on themselves and give up on, on their brothers, man. Right, right, right. I remember, um, yeah, no, duh. I remember so we I was clicked up, man. Like, like the city and us, like we was. It was like this. It was intertwined. Like you, you can't talk about us without talking about them. Absolutely, absolutely. I will, I will co-sign that all day, all day long, for sure. So, yeah. So, so I mean, you know, after that, you know, whatever that season ended. You guys had like your next year was great as well. Y'all brought in uh, Tyreek Evans. You know, y'all ran the table again. Mm-hmm. Y'all well, I think y'all lost. Sweet 16, maybe. Yeah, Sweet 16, we lost to Missouri. Yeah, y'all lost to Missouri. Yeah, y'all what lost to Missouri. That year? What is that? Who did Missouri that year? Oh, they had the boy who played for the Grizzlies. What's his, his, um, his granddad or his daddy uh, coached at Arkansas? What's his name? I think he's still in the league now, too. I forgot his name. Man. He had dreads, though. I forgot his name. I'm, I'm bad with names. I'm oh, sorry. um... Was it Carol? Carol, that Carol was on that team. Uh, I think uh, what Hennon, Hennon or Hannon, the guard, he was on the team. Um, oh my God, man, I forgot. I, I, my, I'm so bad with names when somebody asked me that. But my guy, you know, he was supposed to be on with us. J C Tiller was on that team. Yeah, he was on the team. Like I mean, they had a squad, and they they style was like our style. Yeah, like it was up and down, up and down, up and down. Like it's just, we gonna keep running until y'all get tired, and and then we gonna go and go up and y'all there. And we had a horrible game. Like we had a horrible game. I think the only person who played good was Doja and um and Tyree. Like we had that 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 game, yeah, for sure. But no one, no, no one expected us. No one expected us. To be I know there. who they had. They had Leo Lyons. Leo Lyons, that's his name. They had Leo, Leo Lyons. Lyons. So they had him and Curl. That was that was the, the four and five right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had Leo Lyons. Exactly what they had. Mm-hmm. He had like he, was po- he was supposed to come play with us at Mount Zion that year before our, before our last year at Mount Zion together, me and B-Rush. Yeah, because he had a good game. Carol had a good game. Tiller had a good game. Yeah, think. they hit out. They, they, they was hitting out. Sh- they, they shots down that year, man. But, I mean... 
Like I said, though, after that national championship game with all those guys leaving like that, no one is yeah. us to even be like that. And boom, we in the top five again. Yeah, I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys lost everybody after that. Everybody. And I went to Kentucky um, a few years ago and um, worked at camp with Coach Kyle, and he was like, man, do you know that statistically that the 09 team was better than the 08 team? And I was like, what you mean? Like defensively, offensively, like y'all was better than than that team. Wow. You know, analytics, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah, you know? analytics talk, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, so, you know, so he was like, when he told me that, I, I really went back and I started looking at like, oh, man, he was right. I looked at like the usage and all type of stuff and all everything. Like, I guess, I don't, I don't know why, but I don't know how we was better than that team, you know what I'm saying, statistically, but we were. I'm gonna look at that roster real quick, man. Y'all had you, Doze, uh, Wesley, um, Weatherspoon. He was he was highly ranked. Coming yeah, out of high school out of Georgia. Tyreek, Donnell. We had Robert Sally. He broke he broke a um NCAA um record when we played against Maryland. I think he had like ten threes or something. I don't know. It it was ridiculous. Like I remember watching that game. And that was big. That was a big time performance, man. That was a big. He was a he was. He was a hell of a shooter. And he, he he played defense as well. So, you know, we had we had we man we we still had some dogs then. You know, me and Doja, you know, I I, I slid into the uh, starting lineup that year, and you know, I, you know, we had we had a good year that year as well. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys did, man. I mean, you guys ran the conference USA again. The, the, but uh, we wouldn't have had that great year though if if Coach Kyle didn't make that decision to put Tyreek at the one. Really, he found he he made he made the decision to go ahead and put Tyreek at the one, and and after that, you know, we we took off after that. Who was playing the one? Tone. Man, we had first it was it was Wesley Weatherspoon, and then it was Tone playing the one, and sometime it was Willie Kemp playing the one, and then Tyreek uh, ended up playing the one, and I forgot what game he switched it, but it had to be like early in the season. Mm-hmm. I think I think yeah. we went to Maui or we went to Puerto Rico. I, it was Puerto Rico we went to. Okay, and we lost to Xavier. I think I think we lost to Xavier. Gotcha. And after that, that's when he put um, Tyreek at the two. I mean, at the one at the point gotcha. spot. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Man, that's so dope, man. That's yo. That's like a that's a whole documentary right there. Oh, that's man, a whole documentary. I got so much more I can tell, man. <laughs> I, like it's, that's it's a whole so much, document. Man. I'm talking about from from my upbringing, from from being overseas to yo. We didn't even touch overseas, man. Like, we didn't touch like, 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 like we didn't even touch overseas, Bijan. We didn't even touch overseas yet. Oh yeah, so, yeah I know because uh, we've been talking a little bit about um, you know guys playing professionally, but just talk a little bit about your experience playing overseas. Like, what was it like coming from you know being like you said you came from inner city, you went to Iowa State, which is in the middle of the sticks, and then you go to Memphis, where it's 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 southern, but it's close closest thing to Richmond, I would say, as far as from like lifestyle lifestyle perspective. Like where'd you start overseas and then just talk us through that? Uh well my first year I was at um um I was in Israel. Okay. And I played for Nar uh Naria. And um I mean it was a good situation. But at that time, you know, I, uh, it was my first year out, and I mean, the money was very, very low. It was like it was probably like five k, I say. 
And, you know, I played there for like almost, almost the whole season. And then a team from Spain called me and was like, look, we want you to come play. We're going to give you 13 euros. Mercia, Mercia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember no, that. Caceres. That was Caceres. The first, the first year was Caceres. Caceres. The second year was Mercia. Okay, got so the, the So the first year was Caceres. And, you know, so the, the money was like, the jump for the money was so much higher. So I, I ended up going there. So, you know, the funny story, man, I was a knucklehead, man. I was a knucklehead when I was younger, man. If I if I would have really thought it through, I was having a great season in Israel. Like a great season. Like if I had really thought like thought it through like all the way, I should have just stayed there the whole season. But I didn't. Like I, I like one day, like I got the phone call and it was like, I was like, how much? And the next day I was at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I went to the train station, I left my keys in the um <laughs> Where where you put the gas at? I left my keys inside of there, and I just I went I went straight to the airport. I left and I went to Spain. You left your like, keys like, where? Like where you know when you pump your gas, you your gas tank. Yeah, I left it inside there and closed it. And I and I and I, I got on the air. I went. I go on the train to go to um go to Tel Aviv, and I left. Oh and they, like God. they they like they they didn't even know that I was gone. <laughs> and they, they they started calling me. It was like, man, you gonna come back? What's what's going on? And I told them straight up. I said, look, man, you know, I, I appreciate everything, man, but you know, y'all paying me five. These folks about to give me thirteen euros a month, and then, you know that thirteen turned to sixteen, seventeen when that U.S. money hit it. Right. You know, so I mean, I'm getting paid almost twelve thousand more. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they were like, man, but you know. You started here, we want you to finish and all that stuff. But, you know, my mindset, you know, I, I first of all, I didn't start listening to people probably about three years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Bijan, Bijan, Bijan. Bad that I say that, man. Like, I don't really want to laugh about it, man, because I really want to be kids that y'all listening, man. Please take advice of people hey, that, hey, that hey. have lived life, please. Please take advice, man, because you think you know everything, man, you don't know nothing. Hey, Tag, tell my, tell my players that may be listening to this, tell them what you – just say that one more time. Just one more time, real quickly. When you young, man, look, you ain't thinking about nobody but yourself. You ain't thinking about your future. You ain't thinking about nothing. You just thinking about the present, man. Take people's advice, man, for what it is, man, and really listen, man, because these folks have, have lived life. And I tell my kids when I – you know, I coach now. And I tell yeah. my kids all the time, man, yeah, like, I know y'all don't want to listen to me. I know y'all don't. But if y'all think this is going to get y'all to where y'all want to be, this ain't it. Y'all got to right. harder than this, man. You know, I'm sorry for going off strip, man. This this social media, man, the guys, these kids' heads up, man. They ain't oh, that real God. like that. Trust me. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. High school basketball and college basketball is very watered down now. It's very watered down. Yeah. There. It's very, it is very watered down now. You know what I'm saying? So you thinking this because you the big fish in a little pond at your little city that you in, that don't mean nothing. Right. It don't mean nothing, man. So whatever advice you can get from an old head, even if he ain't never played basketball, even if he could tell you a life story that could change the way that you think, man, that's, man take that to consideration, <laughs> man, because, you know, I wish. 
I wish I took a uh, brand advice, D advice. Man, I mean, uh, it was so many people giving me advice, man. Hey, Big John. Yeah. Hey, and I wouldn't listen. I just wouldn't hey, listen. Hey, yep. B. Yep. Hey, B. Do you see the gray hair that I have, right? Yep. <laughs> about, hey, yo, honestly, about 45% of it is this, is this guy right here. <laughs> the other 55% is my daughter. <laughs> the other fifty, the other fifty-five is my daughter. I'm telling yeah. you, yo. We used to stay on the That's phone like, "Tag, don't do that, tag. Don't yeah. tag, don't yeah. tag. Please, I'm begging you, tag. Don't do that, tag. Come on." But it's a learning experience, right? And I, and 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 we had that same conversation like, "Tag, in five years, in ten years, you're gonna be like, yeah, I wish I'd listen." But yeah, for sure, for sure. But you gotta let and God. I also, also want to say this though, B, like. I know that it's a stigma in, in the black, you know what I'm saying, race and the black neighborhoods that, you know what I'm saying, getting mental help to go talk to somebody about the stuff that you have been through, you know what I'm saying, before you even get to some money or before you even get out of high school. Like, right. y'all kids, like, if y'all going through something, man, y'all need to really sit down, man, and talk to, like, a professional. We ain't talking yeah. about your mama, we ain't talking about your sister, we ain't talking about your brother. Somebody who don't even know you. Like, you right. need to sit down with them. It don't matter if they're black. It don't matter if they're white. It don't matter what color he is. And woman, pink, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Y'all need to go ahead and do it, man, because, you know, it can be a breakthrough for you. You know what and I'm saying? That's it, just will became pop- it will be a breakthrough. And that just became popular over the last couple of years, man. That's, yeah, for sure. That's something that I think more people need to look into. And, yeah. I mean, even, even my counterparts, myself i've looked into it i've done it like i mean i think everybody needs to experience that at some time because i mean we all grow up differently even if you think you grew up perfectly you still Mm -hmm. didn't grow up perfectly there's still some stuff back there that you didn't really address the way that should like be talked about um like like me like honestly like i think i had a good life you know what i'm saying growing up you know i I was in the hood and all that stuff but you know my grandma had money my mama had money you know even though we was in a project or whatever, you know, I mean, not the project, but the hood or whatever, and and we was living there, but you know what I'm saying? We was better off than mostly everybody who lived on the same block as us, you know, but I didn't realize till about, I say about five, six years ago, how like traumatic my brother going to jail when I was like seven or eight years old, like that right. really like affected me. Like, my, like, right. he, like he was like, at that point in my life, like he was my best friend, like, you know, like I remember, like he came and in the house, like it was yesterday, man. It was, it was, it was a new year. He came in drunk as I don't know what. Like I had to like open the door for him, drag him to the couch, take his shoes off, all that stuff. That's the only memory, right? That I have for this man. And I'm 35 years old. You know what I'm saying? He's he's still alive. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I hope he get out soon. You know, his name Robert McCray. So you know, that's my brother. You know, I, I never realized like how dramatic. You know what I'm saying? That that made my mind like the way I thought about that. Changed your whole life. Changed your it, whole it life. Cha- it changed me because you know my best friend is gone. Like right. he like he's still living, but he's gone. Like he's not present anymore. I can't go talk to this man about if my other brother's picking on me. My other brother's doing this, or I need something, or I need to ask him something. I can't go to him for something. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I just realized like how big. You know what I'm saying? That was to, I won't say my downfall because I got I got 
10 life to go, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? But to my the mind, impact. The I, the oh, the mind, impact it had on it you, was, right? It was a big impact because the, the, the way that I was thinking, like, I was a loner around my family after that. That's right. how I felt. I felt like I was alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if, 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 you, if I had somebody back then or even in high school to say, look, man, I think maybe you need to go talk to somebody or, you know, back then I probably said no anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Right. That's the, the right. thing if, if, if that could have happened. Just to plant that seed, right? How free my mind could have been. It is to plant that seed. But then that goes back to these high school coaches, man, that like they don't think about what's going on at home. They don't think about oh, what's going on outside of that gym, outside of that practice uh, facility. They just think about now, when I get Now, at this climate, they do. But back then, no. Nah. Yeah. yeah. But you still got some, especially in this area that I'm in. I don't think they take that into account just based on they think that, oh, you know, it's a good area. These kids are living great lives. Parents are, you know, making good money. But, some, but I mean, you really want to be real. Those some of the pretty much some of the worst households you really want to be yeah, on. Yeah, and then you got to look at it. You a grown man, coach. You going through some things. You think a, a teenager <laughs> not going through these, the, the same thing? Right. Right. You know, it, yeah. it's, COVID, it's COVID right now. My son is going through some things. I got I, I got to make sure that I talk to him, make sure that mentally he's all right. Mine too. Mine too. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he used to being outside. He used to playing with kids. He used to going to parks. Used to playing, playing on uh, AU teams and stuff like games and stuff circuits and stuff like that, but you know it's like it was it was normal to me because you know I played overseas, so it was like I'm used to this. Yeah. But everybody in my household, they going crazy. They, they yeah. bouncing against the wall. Yeah, because they're not used to being by themselves. Yeah, for sure. They're not used to it. By themselves, locked in. That's the constant thing, man. That is, that is, man. My, one of my years, man, I played in China, man, and the only place I went was the gym and downstairs to eat. <laughs> and my first cup, my first, my first, I played one summer, and it was the second mm -hmm. league in China I played, and it, it was good money. But I played over there, and it was it was only me, like I was by myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I got when I went to the CBA and I played in the in the first league in China, then I had another American. And I also had a guy named Sam Douglas. He was a um a, a, a Asian import, so he he was able to play on our team because he was from um I think it was Iran. I don't want to miss. I don't want to say the wrong country because I don't want to disrespect him. But you know he played in another country, you know, in in Asia. So you know they consider they consider Iran and the Middle East Asia. You know when you play overseas. Uh -huh. So gotcha. So um you know so. You know, I had guys then to talk to, but you know, I mean, it's it's, it's just so easy just to just, just to be by yourself, man. Especially like I said, man, at a young age, man, as a kid, you always feel like you're alone in a way, and then you go overseas and you're alone all day long. Sometimes you're in there not working, especially back then. Sometimes you're in there not working, then you got teams that won't pay you on time sometimes, and you're not eating like. Like, it was rough them first years overseas, man. It was, like, real rough. Like, luckily, like, when I was in Turkey and Spain, when I played in Turkey, Spain, and Israel, they had good food. But when I played in, like, when I played in China, man, I played China probably, like, four times out of my career. 
And it was just like, I would go over there and I would lose like 15, 20 pounds in like two weeks. That's just wow. not eating. Cause you, you eating rice and rice every day. You eating broccoli every day. You eating like watermelon like every day. Sometimes you see the meat and you don't know if it's really that, so you don't eat it. Right. <laughs> or, or you go down, you will go down and eat, and you'll see like I, I, I was shell shocked. Like their culture was like totally different. Like everybody got the same like chopsticks, eating out the same plate. Like they, you have a big plate, you spin it around. Like they got, you might have eight plates on one table, and you can spin it and get what you want out of there. And everybody's eating with the same chopsticks that they are taking off the plate. So I'm, I'm looking at this like, man, I can't wow. do that, man. I'm not about to eat like them. So I tell them, like, like, look, I need my own food, man. Like, I, I had to have my own food, not knowing that that was disrespectful to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I, I, I didn't know any better. You know, I was young, dumb. I was already arrogant because at the time, you know, that's when I really started, like, really getting better. Like, when I left college, like, I really started, like, getting better to the point that, you know, I didn't have somebody tell me, don't take that shot. Like yeah. I, post, I posted something on uh, Instagram one time that you see me sit, like sitting in the corner and you see Coach Cal going crazy. I think we were playing US, uh, USC against OJ Mayer now. In Madison Gibson. Square Garden. I in was Madison there. Square Garden. I, hit I two was threes there. in a row. I hit two threes in a row. And he said, motherfucker, you better not shoot another one. I remember that. I remember I that. Shot another one, and before the ball hit the rim, the man he was already half court. Subbed me out. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I remember so, that. I remember that. So when that. I got overseas, man, I felt like the, the the leash was it it was it was off of me. I ain't had nobody tell me that I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. Yeah, you killed you know? over in China. You was at like what, like thirty seven and fifteen or something. Man, when I was like, yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, that was one of them, and, and and when I was like in the CBA, I was top five in scoring, I was top five in rebound, I was top ten in blocks, and then boom, I ended up hurt myself over there, you know. So, I mean, I got a question about that. Was it easy for so talk for other players that are listening to this that are going that are going professional in the process of trying to move through, navigate through the professional waters? Talk about how it was to get gigs and like everyone wants to get to the Euro League, right? Because that's where yeah. you make money and all that stuff. But like, what are some leagues that do pay really well? And you know, how do how do guys get their names out there? Because obviously, competition is better. Everyone's scoring. So, what are some of the things that you could do? Uh, let's say as a big, right, to position yourself to be able to get more money over there, man. You just gotta, especially in China, they don't care about nothing, man. It, it, score. Point blank period. If you can score in China, you gonna be there. If you can score, you can rebound, you're gonna be there. But like the best, like like the most money, like places are probably like China, Philippines, um I'm to my outside of like Europe, like like those like type places. And then you got, but you got to look at the flip side. Them, some people in Euro Cup are getting four thousand a month. Some some people in Euro Cup and Euro League are getting five thousand a month. Like, like they are getting like like low ball, like like because they got to pay their national players. They got to pay they they got to play. They, you know what I'm saying? The big time people who 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 have played in the league for numerous of years. So if you coming in fresh. 
Yeah, they might throw you five the first year. They might throw you six the first year. The, the, the first year. That's for you to take that. That's for you to go in there and be like, okay, I'm going to build on this. I'm going to make sure we win. You know, in Europe, it ain't all about scoring in Europe. You know what I'm saying? In Europe, they they want you to be a team player and, and they want you to make sure you play defense hard. And you know what I'm saying? That's the little things and stuff. You can average 10 points over in Europe and make a million dollars. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You can... Yeah, like you you can do that, but you got people over there who's like really out there balling like twenty points a game, thirty points a game, and they really not getting paid like that, man. Cause you know, either the team don't got the you not in the budget for them to pay you, or they don't they just don't believe you in you yet. Like you have to prove yourself, man. And that goes to every level of basketball, man. You have to always prove yourself, man. Right. Like like and that's why, man, it's always good to have that dog in you, man. Because if you all, if you got that dog in you, man, you always gonna be a dog. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if you stop playing basketball or not. If you if you stop today, if I stop today, if I stop today, and five years later from now, I get on the basketball court, I want to win. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to kill. I'm trying to kill you out there. I ain't about to baby you. I ain't about. I don't care. If you're right. A high school player. I ain't about. You know, I don't care. Like if I if I get on that court, I'm going after you, man. So, and that's a big thing. Like, it's a lot of NBA <clears throat> players that playing the CBA. And I'm gonna be honest with you, man. When I was there, the, the the NBA players was there. I mean, they was trash to me, man. They was role players in the NBA. And then you get over there, you have to score. So you getting over there, you averaging 15 points, you averaging 20 points. They don't want that. You average 20 points in China, man. Look. They already got some man in the hotel waiting to go ahead and, and, and relieve you of your duties. Right. Point I heard about that. Period, man. That's that's real talk, man. Like luckily I ain't had that problem because when I went over there, man, I, I was I was on a mission, man. I was having I was uh, what, 30 and 14 and three, four blocks. Like like I was really like balling out there, but you had some kids like I mean, some guys out there, you know, they'll go out there and they'll have a game, they have 12 points. You gone. It ain't no, it ain't no, you, there's no way that you can go to China and average 12 points, man. Like, the quarters are longer, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, the, the floor is so much wide open. And like I said, man, the, the competition level from Americans to their locals is like, it's a, it's such a big gap. And then wow. the, the, the coaches don't want you to guard the Americans. They want you to say, they, they, when I was there, they, they told me, we don't want you to guard the American. We want you to save your energy to get rebounds and score, and that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's just different, man. It's different yeah. over there, though, man. It's different. Yeah, because they're trying to, like... Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Out of Bounds Basketball Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.